When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By the time anyone can hear this episode, the Braves will have played game one of the 2021 World Series. The Atlanta Braves are in the World Series. Which is great for you because Jeff is a bandwagon fan for everything. I don't like the phrase bandwagon because (laughs) that implies that I'm only jumping on board at the end of the season because I want to be able to celebrate their victory. No, you just like winning teams. I, no, I don't even, I, it's not even that. I think the, the phrase bandwagon diminishes my, the people um, on the bandwagon. my emotional connection to mm-hmm. sport. I am just a big fan of high highs and low lows. And I don't have a lot of time for so you like the underdog? No, no, no. It doesn't underdog or it then it no. See, you're trying to get into my brain. Don't do that. It's scary in there. I it's not about the underdog. It's just about I don't have time to invest in a team for an entire season. Learn players who are uh, going to end up getting traded. Feel like a connection to somebody who uh, might end up playing for another team in a year. Get really passionate about who's on a hot streak and who's on a cold streak at the plate. I don't, I don't have the emotional bandwidth for that. What I do have, though, what I do have is space to give all of my energy for a championship round. That's what I have. So it's not, it's not that I'm a bandwagon fan. It's a, I, I just focus my sports energy where it's needed the most. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Now, I will say I have not been as excited about this World Series as I should be. However, I think the bar is set very, very high because when I was in fourth grade, the Braves won the World Series. That was in 1995 in Atlanta. We actually got permission to take the day off school to go watch the Braves homecoming parade, which was super cool because my fourth grade teacher was a huge Braves fan. And she's like, yeah, I don't care if you're here or not. If you're going to go to the parade, go to the parade. And it was a huge deal. Now, I don't remember as an adult what it looked like, but as a child watching the world series and also watching the Braves come home with their trophy. And they're all, I remember them being on like, you know, fire trucks and all of it. It was this huge, it was so big when I was young Yeah, and it was amazing. And I just, I almost am kind of like, you know what? That's like one of my lifetime high memories. Like I can't. When they win this year, when they win the 2021 world series, it will be as exciting. Do you remember, did you stay up late to watch the game, I think, and I don't know this because I'm not like, I'm not one of the sports people who remembers all this, but I, I think it went six games. Like I remember reading 
that. I don't was, remember. So do you remember? Do you, do you know if like your parents let you stay up late? Because your dad's a big Braves fan. My dad's a big Braves fan. I I feel like that's something that he would almost be disappointed if you didn't stay. If he invited you to stay up late and you said no, he would be like, "What?" Right. I can't remember that. All I remember is the excitement of the win. I remember everyone at school is wearing their brave stuff. I remember we all got like the cheap little foam tomahawks uh-huh. and um, yeah, there was a parade. I think it was downtown Atlanta or maybe underground, but it was so cool. And I am sad that I have not been keeping up with the Braves until now. Well, Braves are um, playing the Houston Astros in the World Series. Game one was last night, but because we're recording this, actually before first pitch even happens, we have no idea what the outcome is. No clue. But I feel like, I, I feel good energy about it because Ellie's on board with the Braves. She has her Got Braves it. gear, mm-hmm. you know? She and does. I feel like she's a good luck charm. Like Ellie in the world is going to bring luck to the Braves because all she's ever known in her entire world, the Braves have always been in the World Series. Right. She doesn't know anything different. Yeah. And I will say I was surprised. This is uh, what I call Jeff's bandwagoning is that the fir- on the day of the first game of the World Series, I come home and Jeff has got our child dressed in Braves attire that she did not own when I left the house that morning. I want to give... Uh, a shout out to, to, and we've talked about this a lot, but the target curbside pickup thing that they do, the drive up, but I'll tell you, here's a hack that you can use with target. Cause I, as soon as the Braves went to the world series, I'm like, I got to find some gear for Ellie. I got to find some Braves gear. And I went to uh, target.com first and, and saw that there was nothing available at our local target for pickup. And then there was the one that's uh, like another couple miles away. Nothing. The one that was 10 miles away, nothing. I found in Johns Creek, which is about 15 miles from where we live. They had a Ellie sized Braves shirt. I immediately bought it for drive up and I bought it. And this is the hack. It's almost like claiming it. Right. Like you're almost like staking a claim. I kept looking. I'm like, maybe they have something at the official clubhouse store. Maybe Amazon has something. Maybe something exists that that's not going to require me to drive to a random target 15 miles from my house. I couldn't find anything. So I ended up going to get it. But if I did find something else, you can just cancel your order. You claim you use you use the target. You're like dibs. Dibs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I called dibs on that Braves t-shirt. I don't know why I've never thought of that before. Oh, I do that all the time. You do? Oh yeah. Even if I see something that I'm like, oh, I might run out of whatever in two weeks. If I see that there's only like three left. Or if it's on sale or something. I'll put it in the cart first. Dibs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go Braves. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for our coworker T-Bird. She came by the house last night to 
pick up all the Advisory Horde 2021 packages. So your pins are going out, your two surprise gifts, one for you and one for a friend. Those are going to be in there. Um, they're all going to be in the mail the, today, if not today, tomorrow. Um, and she is handling all that. So she got to come by and hang out with Ellie for a little while and uh, visit with us and then pick up all that stuff. So I'm grateful for T-Bird. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for cooler weather. I will say I had a really – I forgot to tell you this, but I had a really – weird, but also kind of flattering, but like mostly weird interaction when I was at the grocery store yesterday uh -huh. and it was a blustery day. So says Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> um, it was a blustery day and I was wearing a lighter. Just for the record, what was the temperature do you think yesterday? 60? 65, maybe. 65. Um, everybody who listens to this show in Syracuse or really anywhere north of probably like West Virginia-ish, is laughing at you using the word blustery for 65. Why? Blustery is windy. And six, blustery is cold. Are you sure? Chilly and cold. It's a cold wind. I think, I thought like the blustery day is like. No, blustery is a cold wind. Oh, okay. That's not what I meant then. I delete my usage of that word. I would like to take that back. And I, I would like to say instead that it was a windy day. And I was wearing like a dress that was like on the lighter fabric side, not lighter as in color, but lighter as in like weight. More summery. It wasn't summery, but it's just, you know, the fabric, whatever. The fabric was not working with me for a day that was windy. And I was walking out of the grocery store and I was holding down my dress because I don't know. I'm a pretty modest person and I also don't need every one of my neighbors like seeing my underwear. Like I just, you know, I just. Yeah. When it's blustery, you could show your bloomers. <laughs> no, but I was like holding. If and that you would know, have been you know, embarrassing. If you, oh my God. The, if you know, you know, if you've worn a light dress, you know, the struggle. So I was like holding it down with one arm and holding my grocery bags with the other hand. And this guy said something. He walked by me. He was probably like in his mid sixties and he's like, um, something about the wind. And I was like, sorry, what? And he goes, you look great. You don't need to worry about it. And I was like, Oh, that's creepy. Well, I didn't say, and it, like, I wasn't getting stalker weird vibes. I was just getting like borderline inappropriate vibes, but I, was like, oh yeah, this wasn't the right day to wear this dress. And he's like, ah, you look good. It's fine. And creepy. I'm like, is that creepy? Or is yes. he just saying stop being insecure? Cause I looked insecure. No, that's creepy. Is it? Okay. Yeah. But it's creepy, but it could have been well-intentioned because I know there are times that I have done that where I have said something that in my head sounds like a compliment, but like kind of a sweet, almost like a flirty type compliment. But when it comes out of my mouth, it just sounds creepy. And I'll spend the, if, if I, when I've done that, I'll spend the next hour feeling like my face is 782 degrees. So you think that he may have walked into the grocery store being like, why, 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 why would you say that? It, it, it's possible that it was well-intentioned in his head and came out wrong. It doesn't make it less creepy. 
Okay, so Still, it is creepy because yes. I was like, oh, what just happened here? I always get the coulda, woulda, shouldas where I'm like, things happen and I kind of freeze. And then afterwards I'm like, was that weird? Yeah. Or, you know, in the moment I was like, eh. and then I got in my car and I'm like, huh, was he hitting on me? Like, anyways, Jeff Dollar, I still got it. So, <laughs> you know. I realized yesterday that Halloween might be the only holiday that has absolutely no middle ground. And I realized this when a friend of mine shared with me a company-wide memo that went out that said, attention, everybody, this Friday, we will be having an office-wide costume party. So dress up. We're going to have pizza and cookies and soda and all that stuff. And you can strut your stuff down the runway in your costume for prizes. I don't work there. And I, and I immediately got anxiety. Oh, my gosh. That's like that. my worst nightmare. I would be like, I'm sick. Right. I, I said <laughs> I said to him, I go, I texted him back and I'm like, you know, there's plenty of time for you to get strep throat between now and then. You know, like you could get, you could go, you could seek out bad fish between now and then. So yeah. you don't have to deal with that. And it, it dawned on me that there are, I know people, and I think you do too, who would get that memo and be like, I am going to crush it. Oh, I it would am, be T-Bird would. Yes. I know exactly what I'm going to be. I know what my costume is going to be like. I'm going to, it's going to be, I'm going to, it's going to be involved something battery powered that lights up. I'm going to be on roller skates. I'm going to have a boom box. It's going to be fantastic. And that then there's people like you and I, Callie, who are like, no way. I feel anxious already. I do not want to participate. I don't even want to be there. I feel uncomfortable for the people who are participating, even if they're willing participants. I would feel uncomfortable even if it was a group of 12 of my best friends in the entire world. And I realized that Halloween, that there is no middle ground on Halloween. Like people, you either love it and you're all in or you're not into it at all. But there's no, like, I think with other holidays, with Thanksgiving, you could be like all hype about the food, you know, and you could be like, oh, I love the food and I love the big meals and football on TV. And I love that. But you could, you could be super stressed about family coming and tons of people at your house or having to travel. So you could be, there's a middle ground for like Thanksgiving, you know, Fourth mm -hmm. of July, you could be like. Yeah, I love it. America, woohoo, fireworks. But you could also be like, eh, I could also just hang out on the lake by myself. You know, yeah. I could take it or leave it. With Halloween, I don't think there's any middle ground. If you are presented with a Halloween celebration, you're either 100% all in or you're negative 20%. Please deliver me to a different planet. Because even if you're the person, because this is totally what I do, that just shows up with like ears. Yeah. Or whatever, then people are like, why don't you put more more effort into that? Yes. Well, you <laughs> don't like Halloween. Like, obviously, you didn't forget that you were supposed to dress up. And people get like, you know, like if you're the one that like, because that's what I would do. I would wear like my normal clothes and like throw a witch hat on or throw, you know, like cat ears or whatever. But I feel like you get even more judged for that. It's funny that you bring that up because I used to say publicly on 
the radio that I did not like Halloween. Mm-hmm. And my coworkers were like, what? How can you not like? They were blown away. And people would come up to me almost as though they were conf- like confessing uh, like a secret that I just confessed to, you know? They're like, I don't I like ju- Halloween I just either. Want, yeah, I just want to let you know. I also don't like Halloween. I'm like, okay, I'm with you. I just thought that was an interesting observation. And I was also very grateful in that moment that I don't work at his company. <laughs> right. Uh, the Huffington Post has an article. I was reading it. I realized I might be passive aggressive at work. And Uh actually, like, I think that they had this article and it was the top things that people say in emails that are passive aggressive work emails specifically. Do you have any guess? I know it's kind of a broad thing to ask you about. Do you have any guesses as to what someone would put in an email that's really passive aggressive? Um, I... I don't, and this is another story for another time, but I always, I get, I don't know that I completely understand what passive aggressive means. So maybe. You don't? No, I get all of those confused, like passive aggressive, gaslighting, all of those phrases that people. Gaslighting confuses me. About interpersonal relationships. I I think I just, I just think anybody who's doing anything nasty, I'm like, oh, you're being passive aggressive. And I just lump it all in there, but I'm not a hundred percent. Passive aggressive is like, I'll, I'll do my best to explain it, but it's like saying one thing, but kind of meaning another thing or being pat, like not saying what you actually mean. So I could be, so passive aggressive would be like you asking me when I'm upset with what's wrong. And I'm like, nothing, nothing. I mean, you know. It's whatever. We didn't need it's no, it's fine. We didn't need the kitchen cleaned before company comes over. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Instead of saying, Hey, I thought you were gonna clean the kitchen. What's up with that? It's like it's fine. We didn't, you know, my parents have been here before. They don't care if there's dirt all over the kitchen. They've seen the kitchen clean before. They didn't need to see it clean again today. Yeah, instead of when you don't actually mean that. Got it. Yes. I look forward to I look forward to forgetting that next time passive aggressive (laughs) comes up. You haven't been like in Well, no, you have work emails. You have work emails. So maybe you are passive aggressive. I don't know. Number one, this is the one I am guilty of per my previous email. Oh, yep. Here's why I do that. And here's why most of us that say that do it. It's to protect our own butts to say, hey, just so you know, I'm not the one that didn't do my job here. You know, but what we're doing is making the other person feel so crappy. And we're assuming that the other person isn't busy, read the whole email we sent, and then like picked up on all the nuances of how we would talk to someone over the phone. And that's just not the case. So instead, I I think um, that's such a useless phrase, too, because I think if you're using it to cover your butt, you have the other email. Like you don't. Well, that's what I do. And I think that's equally as passive aggressive. Like what I do is I save the emails uh, that are confirming different things. And re-forward them. And re-forward and say, hey, here's the information you were looking for. But I think that's rude too. So the solution is just to respond with the information that the person needs. Like we're all busy. We all get a ton of emails. So what if they didn't pay attention? Like what do you have to prove? You know what I mean? To that person. Yeah. Um, it's just a little dig that you get in there. And I am so guilty of that one. Another one, ceasing my boss for visibility, which basically translates to I'm copying my boss. So you'll take my email more seriously. 
I I think sometimes though that's effective and needed. I don't think it's effective and needed if you think the only way you're going to get attention is because of that. But if it lends credibility to who you are, like if your boss asks you to do something and the person doesn't know who you are, um, but that can be considered passive aggressive as well. Um, but what you can do is say, Hey, can I have a timeline on when we can expect this back? As opposed to like, I'm copying my boss just to like, you know, keep eyes on you. I think, I don't know, the copying of the bot. Yeah. That one, I think could go either way. The per my previous email though, hundred percent agree. You're passive aggressive. And the last one is true for life, not just work. No offense, but. Oh yeah. That is, I wish we could abolish those three words in that order from everyone's vocabulary. People say that to me all the time. You know what I would love to do is go is type those phrases because I use Gmail. So nothing ever gets deleted. I've got like 300,000 pieces of correspondence in my, in my Gmail account. I should just search those phrases in emails that I've sent in my inbox. (laughs) You should. And just see if I've used those because that no offense, but one I, I, that is, yeah. We need to just not say it. We need to not type it. We need to not say it to people's faces. We just need to not do that. I cannot tell you how many messages I've gotten on social media. I'm sure you have too. No offense, but because you know what you're about to say is going to be nasty and just say what you got to say. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like take the no offense. It's like, I know I'm about to say something that's going to make you mad. Don't blame me for it. Blame yourself. And then throw in the insult. That's as useless as the phrase. I don't mean to be rude because you do mean to be rude because you're about to be about to be rude. We are doing holiday photos soon. I have been shopping for fall clothes and I was really excited when I got online to see that for a third year in a row, Rothy's launched a fall collection of Merino wool styles. And seriously, what says fall like soft plush merino wool. I fell in love with a gorgeous pair of merino loafers that are almost a camel color brown and the accent around the edge is fluorescent yellow. They are so cute and they're machine washable. I never wear socks with my flats and my constant gripe before I became a Rothy's customer was that I had to retire my flats after only a season or two of wearing them because they started to smell, they started to fall apart. And with Rothy's, this is never an issue because all of Rothy's shoes and bags are machine washable. When my shoes need a refresh, I throw them in the washer on a cold, delicate cycle and let them air dry and they look like brand new shoes. To help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And you know what that means? Food, 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 mashed potatoes, turkey with gravy, stuffing, dinner rolls, all of the great stuff that's going to stretch your pants to the limit. Know that when you unbuckle, you'll be so comfortable in your me undies underwear, the softest and stretchiest undies in the game. So you can be ready for seconds. Nobody's going to judge you when you undo that button. Me undies believes that comfort is more about what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. 
even after Thanksgiving dinner. MeUndies, truly the most comfortable underwear I've ever put on my bum. With adventurous prints to choose from and plenty of ways to match everyone in the family, give your gratitude some attitude this Thanksgiving with Me Undies. They have undies and loungewear made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are perfect for everything from pre-dinner activities to post-dinner naps. And you won't even care if the turkey's a little dry with undies this comfortable. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL in tons of styles, prints, and fabrics. Me Undies has a little something for everyone at the table. MeUndies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. And they have a promise as well for everyone. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days. So to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com upside. That's MeUndies.com upside. When you feel insecure about your skin, it's all you think other people think about, right? Whether you have a zit, a breakout, maybe you have some sun damage on your face like I do, and it makes you feel really insecure. It's hard to concentrate because you feel like everyone's looking at the imperfections you see, even if they're not. Get confidence in your skin. I love the company Apostrophe and I'm so excited to be partnering with them because I've had such a great experience working with them. We've all had struggles with our skin. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history. You snap a couple of selfies and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. Apostrophe treats acne. They can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, or even dark spots, which is what I super struggle with. The great thing about Apostrophe is you don't have to have an appointment. You can literally get online 24-7. You can fill out the form, fill out your medical history, you know, take those selfies that we talked about, and they'll do the rest for you. So you don't have to wait for an appointment. You don't have to go anywhere. I thought of mine really late at night and then just got it done because that's when I had the time and the experience was really, really great. And I feel so confident in my skin. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash upside and use the code upside to get your dermatologist crafted a treatment plan for $5. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this show. Today's quote of the day. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is, did you know how candy corn is made? Uh, I never really thought of it. So I kind of just like assumed that it was all one flavor and then they just like painted stripes on it kind of like with some sort of. I don't know. Like I think my guess would have been it's just little sugary waxy candies or whatever. And then they dip the bottom in one color and they dip the top in the other. And then they like, I don't know. That's my guess. But I don't know. I have no zero idea. 
So the way they actually do it is that they there's like a little depression, like or like a little tray that they put it in, and the white goes first, then they do the orange, then they do the yellow. And it's all like mellow cream. So that's how they put it in there. And then it's all the same flavor though, right? All the same flavor. Okay. Then they take it out and then they brush it on top. You know how they're like kind of like shiny. Uh-huh. That's a confectioner's glaze. And they like put that on top of it to make it like all shiny and pretty. And the reason that candy corn was originally seasonal is because it took them so much manpower to make them because they have used to have to do it by hand. It was not automated. There weren't any robots doing it. So it would take forever. So they would start the process in August and it wouldn't be ready for months. And and it's also seasonal because it's the the thought of having candy corn in May is really odd. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it's odd to us because we start seeing it in the fall. But before, like, that's why. And it's been around for more than 100 years. And apparently there's like a big debate between how you eat candy corn. And I was completely unaware that there was more than one way to eat candy corn. Yeah. You just fist it. Yeah. That's what I thought. And you you put put the whole thing in your mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently people, there's a significant percentage of people who feel very passionately about starting with the white end. So you bite off the white end. Some people only start with the yellow end. Like they're eating it in color chunks, which is weird to me. You're taking little tiny bites of it, like a little tiny, little tiny mouse. Can you imagine though, trying to like just eat the white part of a candy corn? Like you're like, you know what I mean? Like it's so small. I feel like that's nearly impossible. My second random thing is double stuffed Oreos, not actually double stuffed. Now, this is a little bit of a touchy subject, but these high schoolers who were working on a science project, their teacher, who, by the way, is the most awesome teacher ever, wanted to figure out, is it really a double stuffed Oreo? So he had his class figure it out by doing different scientific research on it. That class is doing the Lord's work. They they (laughs) reported that it's actually not double cream. It's 1.85 times the amount of cream. So technically not double stuffed. Yeah. Well, this went viral, right? And this was years ago. It should. So so the company, who is it? Is it Nabisco that makes Oreos? So they actually responded. Like their communications person had to like draft a response and say, well, actually it is two times. Like the way that we mix it, we mix it. You know, double then stuff. where's the other 0.15%? I know they Nabisco. didn't really say they inter- they said gave one statement and then shut up about it. And apparently there's like a super big Oreo, the mega stuff. I've seen that. Which I don't really get. I don't even get the double stuff ones. Um, so those have about 2.68 times the stuff. So if you want actual double stuff, go with mega stuff. That's too much. That's too much stuff. I'm fine with a little bit less than double stuff. You know, I'm good. I'm with fine that. with original Oreos. I mean, that's, I think if you mm-mm. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Jeff thinks it is so weird that I only buy regular Oreos and yeah. not double stuff. It's just I don't know. I don't know why. It's to me those proportions are always off, and it might be because my mom loved Oreo cookies and I think she always got the double stuff. Mm-hmm. So that to me was what was normal. Yeah. So now the regular ones, I'm like, cheap. And my third random thing is, 
If you want to know if there is an abundance of mold in your house, check your toilet tank. In your house, there's all sorts of like mold spores and just in the air, like it just happens, right? Yeah. So the lid on the tank isn't airtight. So it has like a little bit of airflow, but not enough to create mold in there. So if a mold spore gets into your tank, that means that there's a lot of mold spores in your house and you should actually have an inspector come and check your whole house. So where would it be like on the side of the tank? Just like, just like if you open the top of it and there's mold and there's mold in there, that may be the sign of a bigger problem because while it is dark and while it is like damp, um, it is not a place that grows mold itself typically. So spores are getting in there. That means that, uh Oh, and those are my three random things. Yesterday I started carving our thanks or Thanksgiving, our Halloween pumpkins. And I'm so disappointed in myself. Did you just say Thanksgiving pumpkins? I started to, but I corrected (laughs) it. I'm so disappointed in myself because I screwed up the first one. I, I was, it was one for Ellie. I was going to make Ellie her own little pumpkin. And so I had an E, I made a stencil of an E and it just was too, the Parts of it were too close together. And so when I pushed it out, I broke the pumpkin. Now, can we please discuss, are you ready to reveal what your jack-o'-lantern looks like? Can I say what I thought was really off when I saw it? Yeah, that was just Jeff. And that, that was me being a little too aggressive, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. So Jeff, he has been telling me for weeks that he wants to carve a pumpkin, which I've never seen you do. Then you tell me that you have this like design in your head and it's going to be this masterpiece. So I come home and he's like, do you want to see what Ellie and I designed? Of course I do. And he turns around the pumpkin and there's like an E and then on each side of it, it's tiny little hands. And when I say tiny hands, I mean like, like probably the, the hand size of like rats. Like it's, it's so that small. They were, and I was like, he was like, look, I, I traced Ellie's hands and those are her hands. And I'm like, I don't know that her hands are that small. And he was like, no, 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 it is. I traced them. They're the size. Ellie gets up from her nap. He puts the handprint next to Ellie and it doesn't even fill the palm of her hand. I just got a little aggressive with the scissors. I'm not artsy craftsy. It's very cute though. So I did my best. So I'm going to retrace today and redo it. But the E, I screwed up the E. I tried to go with too fancy of an E. And I cut it out. And I'll tell you, listen, kids, and let me tell you how it was back in my day. Because I bought a pumpkin carving kit, special tools to carve the pumpkin. Do you know what pumpkins got carved with in my house when I was growing up? Kitchen knives. I actually think that's smarter. Using a kitchen knife? Yeah, because those little, those little knives are like so flimsy. I actually remember when I was a kid, because they've got the orange handle, all of them for whatever reason, putting one of those into a pumpkin and I think it like broke. Yeah. it. I, I just, I bought the little kit thing because I thought the hands were going to be smaller than they were, obviously. Um, So I'm like, well, I need to have something like real, like super thin and you couldn't just buy one knife. But when I was looking at this elaborate array of pumpkin carving tools, (laughs) I I can picture the the knife that we used to use growing up. Like it was just a Mm -hmm. kitchen, like 
I think we would probably have steak for dinner, use that knife, wipe it off, and then carve the giant yeah. lantern. Well, my dad did because you know me with knives. They wouldn't let me anywhere near <laughs> Yeah. Lose a fingertip. You're smart. I will say I think that the whole pumpkin carving kit is a marketing idea that is really smart, and we're all just dumb for buying it. 100%. Because those things probably don't even have – I mean, it is a kit when he says a kit. Yeah. And there's all these different scalpel-looking things and, and like, there's cookie dough scooper type things and all this. And there's I am at least a you, dozen tools. I bet if you called the maker of those and said, what do each of these things do, they would have no idea. I think I got some pumpkin carving tools and then also some dental tools. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. Did we mention on the show already that we have magnets now available for sale? I think we mentioned that they would be coming out to the advisory horde, but we have not updated that they're now available to everyone. They are now available at callieandjeff.com. Click on the merch tab. And um, in addition to our awesome sweatshirts that are up there that are fabulous. um, Yeah, we have car magnets because you've been asking for those since I think the second week of our podcast. And I just it's been on my to do list for two years and it is finally done. Head over to shop.kellyandjeff.com and you can see the car magnets and our awesome uh, sweatshirts and all of our other cool Kelly and Jeff merchandise. Oh man, my now six-year-old has definitely said the word mom more than 330 times in like a 16-hour period. It is nuts. The other fun thing is when they are talking and their brain is going faster than they can get the words out, so they start um, repeating their sentences over and over and over again until they can get the full story out. So, something to look forward to. Bye. Ultimate Ears Fits are the world's most comfortable earbuds because they are customized just for your ear. When you get them, you pair them with the app, you put them in your ear and you hit a button and in about 60 seconds, they mold to the shape of your ear. That's going to guarantee a perfect fit. And the technology in the Ultimate Ears Fits, well, it's trusted by musicians and hi-fi enthusiasts for over 25 years. So these are going to be a great sounding pair of earbuds, a full Warm sound with a light, punchy low end if you're into that sort of thing. It's also got an eight-hour battery life of continuous playback. You cannot go wrong with Ultimate Ears Fits. And if you're looking for the perfect Christmas gift for someone in your life who loves gadgets, this is it. Trust me. 
If you try Fitz and don't love them as much as I do, no worries. Ultimate Ears has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Plus, you'll get free shipping, free returns, and a one-year warranty. For a limited time, get 15% off your pair of Ultimate Ears Fitz true wireless earbuds. Go to ue.com slash Fitz and use promo code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 15% off with promo code UPSIDE at ue.com slash fits in college i was a ballerina pirate yes that's true and um he was superman and we dated for like mm, i don't know hot second after that a couple months kind of i mean i don't know and i referred to him all the time as superman and <laughs> like that's how everybody knew who i was talking about and then i was this was you know over 10 years ago and I was talking to some coworkers who were like reminiscing about like old relationships or whatever. And I like legit could not think of this guy's name. And I mean, we dated for like, I mean, like we went out like a handful of times to like a couple, you know, frat parties and, you know, stuff like that. It wasn't like a legit real relationship. I don't think there's a lot of drinking going on at that time, but yeah, forever. He will be known as Superman, but he didn't tell you his name right now. If I even tried. Hey guys, this is Taylor. Um, the whole preschool thing is definitely not just in Atlanta. We started looking for daycare preschool for my son. When I was still on maternity leave, I was, he was about five weeks old and I had seven weeks left. And we got waitlisted everywhere. Um, it made me panic because I was like, I, don't, I didn't know this was something I apparently should have done while pregnant. So that is my first advice to pregnant mamas now is like, hey, if you're going to need childcare or preschool, I would start looking now. Um, and they're like, I'm eight weeks pregnant. I would still look now. So anyway, love you guys. Bye. Hey, so I have a bit of advice for males. Um, I'm single. I'm Somebody told me this a long time ago, and I can totally see. In the same vein that you don't get involved in your significant other or spouse's family disputes, um, don't talk to your family in a negative light about your husband or wife or whatever, because it's easy to do that. You want to just spill your guts to the person that you that, that loves you the most, but it can also color their vision of your spouse and, and make it difficult for them to, um, you know, always be, see him or her in a, in, a, in a positive light. So anyway, don't talk negatively about your spouse to your family, your mom, your dad, your whatever. Bye. You kind of tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. As opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective. <laughs>